0: i yes.
1: for everybody. You are listening to The Relevant Podcast. It is episode 1020. That's right. You heard it right. 1020. My name is Jesse Carey. Uh, Cameron, uh, who normally hosts the show, still in Israel. So if you listened to last the last episode, you'll know uh, pretty much what you're in for this one. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of hot takes and there's no rules, once again, while, uh, while the, the the cats away, the mice, are are at play here. And introducing them today, here with me, is our good friend, Emily Brown. Emily, how's it going? It's going good. Excited for this insane podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, As you should be. And uh, joining us, as always, our good friend who just released a new single, Derek Minor. Derek, tell us about the song, man.
2: Yo, so I had a song called Pressure that's out, and this song is literally for everybody that likes to work out, so... Holla at your boy, it's going to be straight, it got my homeboy Thizzle on it, it got my man Aaron Cole on it, I produced it, I mixed it, I mastered it, and it's the beginning of something very, very special, so you know what I'm saying, like, just stay tuned, follow me on Spotify, IG, all that stuff, y'all get to get the, y'all, I, I thought about this, I yeah. was like, I feel like the Relevant family knows my sense of humor, much better than my fans <laughs> Because I talk yeah. so much And we just have fun You know what I mean The fans are like I bet you Derek Miner prays on a cloud In the morning <laughs> And I bet you that Derek Miner Is just so serious And it's like Actually I'm not So I'm like I need the relevant fam To catch on to the what we doing You know what I'm saying Come holler All at right, boy.
1: Well let's do this Hey let's hear a clip Here is a, a clip Of uh, Derek's new single Pressure
3: I came a Just to, get to the top like-
2: like I'm bleeding out you look at me and see my life and know what he about it's scary now I ain't you,
1: gotta- you said you know yeah. you, you said this is someone this is a song this is for for working out like when you were when you yeah. were composing this one were you thinking of that yeah. that person you know either running or, or or at the gym just about to get after it and, and you just want to make a soundtrack for him kind of rocky style <laughs>
2: No, actually I was just talking trash and uh, like I just made the beat and start talking trash on it and then I said, Dang, this gotta get you hype. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And 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 then I played it for my little sister. She's like, Oh, I'm gonna put this on my workout playlist. I was like, There we go. We nailed it. That's what we're using this for. We're using it for workouts. We
1: need we need to get we need to get a Derek Minor Peloton mix going. I don't know. I, my yes. wife's super into Peloton. You know, we got, yes. we got it during COVID. We, we pulled the trigger. I feel like there are a lot of people who bought the Peloton or bought some ex- crazy expensive, you know, overpriced workout, piece of workout equipment during when all the gyms and stuff were shutting down. But I'll say this that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've kept on the Peloton. I've tried it a couple times. I find it absolutely miserable. Um, I find it, it basically <laughs> torture. Um, there's nothing about it I, I enjoy, um, except for the fact. Is is a lot of these Peloton instructors who, who got way too peppy. I I, I got a, I got a little take in a second. But they some of them make pretty cool playlists that, that you can ride along to. Derek, I feel like pressure would you be open to get getting on a, a Peloton mix, or is that not really the vibe you're going for?
2: I just want everybody to know that's listening to the relevant podcast right now. Put me on every playlist that exists. I don't care if it's uh atheist playlist. <laughs> Put me on that. I don't it don't matter to me. Like, I no want suspense. to be on every I, I want the spins, baby. Spin, spin me in a circle. Like, okay, wait, Derek. <laughs> I have a question.
4: I've heard this rumor. Can uh-huh. you see, like, when people add a song, like one of your songs, to a playlist?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's on Spotify for sure.
4: Okay, because some people have very funny but very like oddly specific playlist names. Yeah, and some that are yes. And so I always, I've heard that before, and I've always thought that it would be really funny as an artist to see like you get added to something so specific like there's one that Yo. i really like that i found and it's just uh i think the title of it is like um feeling self-conscious about your windshield wiper <laughs> just a very random one but it like yes. it has such a specific vibe and i do play it when it rains when i'm driving and i'm like i wonder how an artist feels knowing they're on like a windshield wiper speed playlist yes
2: i mean i'm pulling them up right now i got well look orange theory fitness epic playlist so hey there you, made you go. It we got yeah we got on one and then i got some joints from different countries that i have no clue what's going on but i'm just literally just oh and these are my favorite ones fca camp hype so it's like you have these people that have like these youth group yeah. things and it's like it's very specific to to what's going on so like yeah nah let's see volleyball 100 clean songs like these are just the normal playlist but yeah there's, there's tons of joints all I, over that That's i hilarious. love that one
1: because somewhere like I'm not picturing like you're on a volleyball mix right Derek right so th- it's probably one of two things and I'm and I'll tell you which one I think it is a, a lot of people are probably assuming it's like a high school volleyball team and you know in practice right. they got to get hyped for for playing for hitting that volleyball around that's that's right. plausible and probably likely but that's not what I hope it is right. I hope this is more of a Top Gun type of situation where it's, this is more of shirtless lunchtime beach volleyball where it doesn't matter you're rocking blue jeans in the hundred degree heat. You're getting oiled up. You're out there with your buds and you're going to be playing some volleyball. Okay. Top Gun style volleyball. I'm talking, you know, just a lot of high fives, a lot of, you know, slaps on the, on the bottom after a good spike. That's the type of volleyball I'm picturing. (laughs) Again, who knows what the mix is? I'm just saying it's a volleyball mix. I'm hoping a Top Gun.
2: one. Here's another one. Here's some more. I got. I got a couple more. Hold on. Get jiggy with it is one. Okay. Is rap even good? I hope that that's like. I'm like. I'm kind of sad that I'm on that playlist because I'm like dang.
4: Maybe that's a. Maybe that's saying it's good. This is yeah. the good rap.
2: Yeah. Then this one is Jesus music with a Z in it, but it rattles your car, you feel and a question mark. That one feels a little
1: a little sacrilegious, but it's okay. Let's keep going.
2: Uh, yeah, they, they, it's wild. Yeah, they, they got some wild playlists on it. Well, uh,
1: I, you know, before, oh, we hey, look, we got to, uh, I, I should let people know, we have an incredible show. In addition to, to hearing a, a preview of, of Derek's latest single, we also have Kirby and Ryan from House Fires coming up, and we're going to play some table topics. Before we get to slices, I just want to say one thing to any aspiring Peloton instructors out there. <laughs> All of them are the same. They try to get you hyped up. They're in great moods. I want a Peloton instructor that mirrors my mood when I'm like, all right, everyone. Oh, gosh, we're going to do this again. This is going to suck and be terrible. (laughs) And you're probably woke up early. And when I wake up early, I feel nauseous. I'm not going to lie. This ride is going to be terrible. And I'm going to be a grumpy jerk the whole time. Because that's how I feel as a rider. I just want one grumpy Peloton instructor who's just telling you like it is. All right, everyone, this is going to feel great. You're going to have a great day. No, this is going to suck. And you're going to be sore all day. And you're going to wish you weren't doing it about five minutes into this thing.
2: It's just a little advice for aspiring Peloton instructors. Riding a bike, is that intense, bro? It's like that? dude. Well, they crank up the resistance,
1: man. It's more than riding a bike. It really is. Okay. I mean, you would think. It's not
4: just like a leisurely stroll. Yeah.
1: It, it it is it is it is a form of torture I mean it, it is absolutely painful um, mm. but again just acknowledge sure. it don't act like it's fun because it's terrible you know like it, it should the, the 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 instructor's mood should reflect the intensity of the workout which is just awful it is just awful but hey I'm just just some advice anyway out there alright that's enough of me ranting about uh, uh, how annoying Peloton instructors are next up slices. Listening to Bad Sons, the song is peachy. I'm not saying that as an adjective. I'm saying the song is literally called peachy. Though it is peachy.
3: Season four of The Chosen is in theaters now, and the reviews that count are in. Amazing. Did not disappoint.
1: Flurry of emotions. It was powerful, heartbreaking, uplifting.
3: You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see The Chosen season four. Episodes one through three of the chosen season four are in theaters till February 14th. So visit the chosen and get your tickets. Now that's the chosen for tickets today.
1: All right. It's time for slices. Usually I go first, but Emily, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it over to you. What, what do you got for us today?
4: Okay. Um, I want to talk about one rain Wilson, um, Everyone knows him as Dwight Schrute from the office, um, but his official name is Rain Wilson. Although he has now said that he has decided to change his name to bring more awareness to climate change. So he is now going by the name rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter Wilson. Yeah. Run that back. I'll say that one more time. Rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter Wilson. Um, He's really just trying to fit as many kind of climate change disasters in it. Um, yeah. But he announced this on a video last week um, for he joined with uh, an organization called Arctic Base Camp and they bring attention to the melting ice caps. um, And he pointed out that, Mm. you know, this sometimes we feel Mm. like, you know, the North and South Pole, they're so far away. It's not going to affect us. But climate change affects all of us. um, The whole like we can't just ignore something because it's on the other side of the world. Um, So he wanted to bring awareness to this. And, you know, he's a public figure. I love when public figures do weird, very random things to bring attention to causes. I think it's so funny, but I do think it it really helps because, you know, like I said, no one's checking in on the North. Pole. Well, maybe kids are checking in on the North pole this year, but other than that, no one's really wondering what's going on there. So I think it's funny that he's doing this. He has not legally changed it, but he also said that he has considered it. So, you know, we'll see if he goes by.
1: Rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter. Wilson. So, so this isn't illegal. He's just saying I'm going by this now. I mean, I guess it's still. I mean, it's better than throwing tomato soup on a Picasso painting or whatever you know people have been doing. I feel like climate change
4: activists always do the most random things, like to get people's attention. It's very,
2: it's very weird. It's like, bro, I would want to hop on the wave with you, bro, but you just threw. A can of Campbell's soup on a Van Gogh painting, mm-hmm. and Van Gogh ain't do nothing to nobody. Like, so why? And I'm not are saying
1: he, I'm not saying like change his name hurts. Like, I think it's you know, I mean, we're talking about it, but at the same time, it's like I feel like the climate change thing is something that's like we're aware, <laughs> like the awareness <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah, we're aware. It, this seems like a real problem. Like maybe we should start focus on solutions instead of just awareness. of The problem again. I'm not. Yeah, listen, it, it's it's admirable that he's willing to kind of go out there and do something kind of uh uh, funny and silly to get the conversation going um but this does seem like an issue that um you know there's an awareness of and uh you know hopefully people i i just feel like it'd be great for people to bring awareness to solutions that are actually working you know um Mm -hmm. you know different types of uh initiatives or just practical steps that that the average or even like um, you know awareness of policies that that we should be advocating right. for you know that mm-hmm. we could vote for or that we should you know or, or different like consumption habits that can make a difference again I'm not I'm not disparaging anyone for raising awareness about the issue but it does seem like raising awareness about solutions should be a part of it as well.
2: I was going to say policy policy issues definitely I'd love to know more about what policy issues can we even vote for? to help hold uh companies accountable you know because th- i mean that's where the change is going to happen yeah you know obviously we can recycle and and do a lot of personal responsibility but it's the same thing you know i've been working on the we own now campaign uh, about closing the wealth gap and it's it always comes back to policy yeah. you know there's only so much that personal responsibility can do. Uh, it's it's yeah. policy so
1: thank you rainfall yeah. for bringing it to our attention and i would just encourage you know people especially <laughs> if you're in the climate advocacy space to to you know kind of help continue to inform people of, of how we can make a difference um all right i had a i had a story i wanted to to briefly talk about this one um uh, emily i saw on on the on the site relevantmagazine.com About a new video game that is in the works called I Am Jesus Christ. And (laughs) the game is exactly what it sounds like. It is basically like a a role playing simulation game where you Hey
2: Hold on, can you repeat the name of the game again? I just want to make sure I wasn't I wanna make sure that some you know I got headphones on. Sometimes they go I am.
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) So uh, the game is being developed uh, by the developers Simula uh, Simula M, I think is how you say it, and then uh, a company called Playway, and it's going to be released on on, uh, Steam. Coming, coming soon, coming in December. So by the time you hear this, uh, it's, depending on when you're listening, it might be out and you can go play it in
2: time for Christmas. <laughs> right in time
1: for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I watched the demo. I watched the demo um, that that they have released, and, and uh, uh, one of the tech reporters at Vice actually got to play the game and kind of report back on it. Now the demo, which again, if you want to see it, it's it, it's over on Relevant Magazine, uh, and and it's sort of like you know, the gameplay is sort of like first person shooter mode. Obviously he doesn't have a firearm, but, uh, you, you kind of see Jesus's hands, you know what I mean? And, and Mm -hmm. you can walk around and, you know, so the, the idea is that you can go and, and sort of like perform miracles that are in the Bible. Now, according to the game review that ran in vice, um, you know, when you are Jesus and you encounter someone in the Bible, for example, someone at a wedding who has run out of a wine and just has a big jug of water, uh, as you encounter this person and you can, you, you know, I guess there's some sort of like Holy Spirit power you're dipping into to perform the miracle. Y'all going to hell. Uh, The the actual Bible verse reference shows on the screen of where this miracle is in the Bible. So you could cross-reference it. (laughs) Some of it, some of it, they, uh, they get pretty creative (laughs) with like when you go, you heal, like there's a, there's a kid that you can heal that has a sickness. And it's like a, a, uh, evidently some sort of virus in his blood. You actually go magic. According to the review, you go like magic school bus style as Jesus and you enter the bloodstream and you, and you diffuse the virus and the kid gets healed,
2: bro. Y'all going to hell, see, <laughs> bro? I, here's the thing. <laughs> hey, I, hope, I hope they make a lot of money, bro. Because the, there's it's, like
1: <laughs> there's a whole fishing scene where a padlock
2: where, on the gates. Here, here's dog. the deal.
1: I I actually think. Look, man. If if it's if it's simulating things that are in the gospel, and you know if you're not taking too many liberties, what's the harm? Well, like I feel like, hey, look, man. If if people don't know the you know, some of the the nuances of the story of Christ. And these are, you know, th- the game depicts interpretations of, of what the, what, you know, what the uh, biblical accounts of what Jesus did. I, I, you know, I, I'm not a gamer, so I don't, I can't really like speak to it, but like, I, I think, Hey man, it, it's, it's another way to, to at least introduce people to, to Jesus. Derek, you're not feeling this
2: no bro. no first off first off you know i have not seen anything emily so i need y'all to just give me a yes or a no to this jesus is white is he all, not I'll, all you can see is on his the hands <laughs> is they white
1: let me let me let me before i speak out of turn okay emily i'm gonna look i'm gonna look it up okay
2: first of all <laughs> we know jesus is white so you already got a strike against me I'm already, we know in this game, not in real life, but we know in this game, Jesus may be close to Olive, but we know he don't have no minority hands. We know for sure he don't have minority hands. That's number one. Number two, the internet was not invented when the internet and technology wasn't where it's at when the commandments was written. But I feel like we can file this under don't make any graven images. I feel like we can file this under that. Like the digital image is very similar We're to We're supposed to be imitators of Christ. Y'all, the, yeah. you my baby, just delete everything <laughs> on my screen and just get up off of this podcast.
1: <laughs> to answer your question, it's hard to tell because okay. in most scenes, his hands are glowing with power. Like his, you know, he's like, <laughs> no, real talk. They're like, they're glowing, stop so they could be any complexion. Me, no. I don't know, I don't know. But stop. Right, so I'm me, pro this Brad. game. I'm pro. Derek seems anti. Emily, be the tiebreaker. What do you think about? I am Jesus Christ.
2: Y'all going to hell? Um,
4: I will not be playing it, but I don't know. I think it is very cheesy. Probably borderline heretical. Um, what makes it heretical? <laughs> The magic school bus part feels a I little. Mean, we don't know how. I mean, I mean, I have a pretty good guess, like that. That is not how Jesus was doing it
1: when he was alive. I mean, we 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 don't know how how he you know he was Jesus. He could see. He could. He knew exactly what what the ailment was, and he cured the ailment. Sure. We we don't. I, I'm just saying, like, what's 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 fundamentally? <laughs> hey, what's fundamentally different about? What's fundamentally different? than a, the, uh, a video game depiction of of the acts of Christ versus like a movie or a, or a book.
2: <laughs> I'm watching the trailer, bro. <laughs> they going to hell, bro. I think I'm
4: just curious, like, because it's a simulation, can it go wrong? Like, can you do something to where- Like, can you
2: go
1: rogue? Oh. Yeah,
4: that's what I want to know. Like, can you make it to where Jesus doesn't? Because I think it goes through his, or at least to his crucifixion. Do you make the, like, what happens if you do something different like if you don't heal someone or if you don't go to this like I just I'm curious how do you stay on track with the Bible and can you go rogue and that when you go rogue that's my concern is how rogue can you go
2: you have y'all have y'all y'all watched have y'all played GTA 5 uh I've I don't
1: know about five but I played a lot of GTAs over the year
2: So GTA 5, the thing that, g this is what's going to happen. Mark my word. GTA 5, you can hack the game and literally create all kind of different like little things. Like they put Freddy Krueger in the game and some more stuff. Like this is what's going to happen to this game. They're gonna have Jesus doing the most, or th- I'm not even gonna call this person Jesus. We're gonna call him Jesus. We're gonna have, they're gonna have Jesus out here doing the most disrespectful stuff of all time. Like the, the memes that are gonna arise out of this game are going to be so blasphemous and heretical. They're probably gonna be funny too, but. This does have good meme potential. I'm just, yeah, definitely. Big,
1: big but, meme yeah, potential. I, there's certainly meme potential, but I also think. Again, and and we can move on after this, but, you know, I I think, look, God has pretty thick skin and he's got a sense of humor. Like, I think, you know, I, I don't think he's getting too upset about people making, you know, funny memes out of a video game based on his life compared to, you know... People manipulating his name for like political power or to you know steal money from people. Like right. I think on the spectrum, I think it's better to have stuff that keeps Jesus in the pop cultural zeitgeist, even if it's kind of even if it's a video game or a meme. I think it's better that he's out there and part of our kind of collective consciousness than it being too we us being too, I'm saying us, not people on this podcast. I'm saying culturally, right, too right, precious right. about even mentioning his name. Because, like I said, he it, it. I'd rather him be a part of the conversation than be be not present in pop culture. But I could be. This could be He's, the wrong. You said.
2: You uh, said. Jesus said. All press is good press, huh?
1: Ain't hurting. <laughs> I don't see it hurting. He's pretty pretty well known. He's got a lot of press. <laughs> All
2: right, we gonna see <laughs> oh, before
1: we get in trouble, Derek. What do you got? <laughs>
2: I just don't want, I don't want my Xbox to catch on fire, so I'm not playing this. Y'all got it though, but I'm not playing it. But uh, Jerry Springer, so for those of you that didn't grow up as a millennial like I did and didn't get exposed to some of the most ratchet things on the planet during uh during the daytime, I mean, Jerry Springer literally had anything you could think of. It was the biggest freak show on television and it was on prime time television. He has apologized for saying, he says he thinks he corrupted the culture. And my response to that is you think, like dog, like literally Twitter is Jerry Springer. Like that's what, that's what social media is Jerry Springer. Like, so for those of you that didn't get to watch the show, imagine like what you see on social media, but, in real time so rather than someone taking a clip of a fight because somebody found out somebody cheated on somebody you would just watch it on television or you would go to the show and watch it in real time where people would just beat each other up and you'd have like it it got so crazy that even the bodyguard got his own show off of Jerry Springer. Like it was, yes, it was such a phenomenon. So after he's made all of his money and and in a point of him thinking, probably after spending his hundred millionth dollar, he's like, you know what? I think I might've messed up the culture a little bit. So better late than never, Mr. Jeremiah Springer, very late, better late than never you know, but thank you for at least apologizing.
1: I I do. There's probably some think piece in there out, you know, waiting to be written about how the rise of, of the Jerry Springer show, which to your point, Derek, you know, really sensationalized, um, you know, just immoral behavior and really kind of, you know, encourage people to behave in ways that, you know, I mean, look, we're just objectively offensive, right? Like, you know, people effects. fighting each other, accusing each other of infidelity, it just just you know, terrible stuff. Um, I don't I don't know if it was the linchpin for sort of you know, the, right. the, the, not even just what we see in social media, but even just the era of reality TV where. Watching housewives mm-hmm. throw mimosas in each other's mm-hmm. faces is like, you know, uh-huh. passes for primetime entertainment. I don't I don't know. It's interesting that Jerry Springer kind of puts it, has put himself into that into the conversation that he might have the show might have been a linchpin. But at least he's to your point, at least he's acknowledged it. And uh, you know, hopefully hopefully um you know, that era we're kind of slowly moving away from. But
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> they just made a video game of Jesus. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere but the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Do something productive with your time. People do something productive. We don't need another Jersey shore reunion. Okay. We don't, we, 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 we you know, no more love is blind or whatever shows you're watching. Ooh, we just might play need that love Jesus game. Um, just play it. Uh, <laughs> Play that Jesus game. No, wasn't flying, too stressful, man. I, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not not a not a fan. Cole and Zay, man. I Ooh, what a, what's that? What drama? What what drama? Um, all right. Well, uh, that is it for this week's slices. Be sure to head over relevantmagazine.com. You can check out more. There's tons of news stories like this every day. All right, next up, house fires joins us. I like to hide in the bathroom, parties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong people make me. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah well, I just wanna be out, but I don't wanna be out So I like to hide in the bathroom Parties, yeah, yeah, yeah They're the
1: same since graduation Being social makes me shy Makes my heart have palpitations But I still want the invite So that I can cry You're listening to Winneka Bowling League. The song is, I like to hide in the bathroom at parties.
0: Hey, if you like this podcast, but you might like it better if there were no ads, you can do that. Head over to relevantmagazine.com and sign up for Relevant Plus. For just a couple bucks a month, you get this podcast ad-free. You get ad-free unlimited reading at relevantmagazine.com, including the full podcast and magazine archives. Our beautifully designed digital issue and a little more. Uh, Check out all the info Right there on the Relevant Plus tab at RelevantMagazine.com. All
1: right. Our guests today are Kirby Cable and Ryan Ellis from House Fires. The Worship Collective has been releasing some great new music recently, and they're gearing up to release a brand new album next year. They recently sat down with Emily to discuss how they see worship changing, uh, why they have hope that the church is moving in a more authentic direction, and why it's important for worship to not all sound the same. Amen to that, House Fires. Um, (laughs) I'm not not calling anybody out. I'm just saying I like that. That's a talking point, that they're trying to diversify the the sound a little. Uh, Here is part of our conversation with Ryan and Kirby
0: house
2: bars no
4: just released only Jesus um, which is so beautiful it's absolutely been on repeat and my at least for my Spotify um, so why is that a message that y'all wanted to put out right now
3: um well it was kind of written in a In a way of like we were at a camp and we were just kind of talking about all the noise going on just in life and and we were just like hey let's write the song that we need and we all kind of needed that declaration of you know it's it's just got to be jesus for me at the end of the day you can try you know subconsciously try different ways of life and control and whatever and but like it has to be it has to be jesus like nothing makes sense without it and um without him and that direction that aim and i think somebody even in the right i forget who it was but was talking about just the idea of a compass and and you know we need more songs that direct us to this thing to, to this person, the person of Jesus, that everything else just kind of comes together and falls into place once you just have that aim. Um, kind of like when you're driving. I think somebody even said when you're driving, you don't look at the lines on the road. You like kind of look kind of ahead as far as you can see on the road and you you stay in the lines. And so the song kind of feels that way. It's just like, this is the direction of my life. It's Jesus for me. There's no turning back and things can go awry. Things can do whatever in life. Anything can happen, but this is only Jesus for me. So that was kind of all of our sentiment. And it felt like this song that we needed, yeah.
4: What are some ways that we can make sure that we are only focused on Jesus or sitting our eyes on Jesus?
0: You know, like we all have an idea of like, oh, God is faithful. Like with me, with music, Kirby, with music, with friends, with family, you have to have a narrative of what God is saying over your situation so that you can know what to be reminded of. That's how you keep your eyes on Jesus. You keep your eyes on Jesus as man, but then you also keep Jesus as like, god what are you doing in my life what have we talked about what is this because it's a personal relationship it's not just about reading about this man jesus on the book it's about how you know does this even translate into my life because what he was saying what jesus was saying is i and the father are one me and the father are connected and that's the relationship that i have that's the relationship i feel like kirby has i feel like that's the relationship where we have as a collective house fires you know and so for me, keeping my eyes on Jesus is, is knowing what he's saying over my life, knowing what he's said, and then being disciplined about what that looks like. Getting up early in the morning, meditating, you know, you have to uh, be consistent. I think that's the core of what I'm trying to say.
2: Holy, holy, you me, resurrected.
4: Y'all have been um, in the worship landscape for years now. Where do you see it going, and how do you see it changing? You kind of mentioned you think things are about to change. What do you think it's going to look like, or what do you, maybe what do you hope it looks like? We can do that too.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about this. You have the Kardashians, you have Kim, you have you have Kanye West, you have all these celebrities, right? And these people who are actually just—and the reason why people love them is because their their stuff is all out there. Yeah, they got no shame, none. Right. I would say that most Christians probably we like probably walk in the most shame out of everybody. We're trying to cover up. Everything is good. We're all good. Oh, we can't go to church on Sunday. or we can't preach on stage. Or we can't sing this worship song. Or we can't have an affair and then go back to our church and keep preaching. Look at all these homies, Carl Lands. Look at all these homies. Everybody that was like an, a tribute to like where we're at in revelation and then they did one thing wrong and then they just canned them mm. because it's based off of performance and i get that you have to be in a certain place if you want to lead but like lead what you know what i'm saying more churches more establishments like we're talking about just throwing re- it was all about revelation it was all about ideologies and and love and now we have these corporations and brands and you can't stay the brand because this group of people don't you know what i'm saying like yeah. You'd be, a, you'd be surprised what you can get away with out in California that you can't get out away with in Alabama just because of the cultural difference. But that can't be like, it can't be the say all because you know, the main streaming or the main album buying or the main is this type of ideology when the, when that's such a small idea compared to what the rest of the world is encountering, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think where worship is going, I don't see it lasting long the way that it is. I think, I think people need to understand that God moves in waves. Jesus was here for only three years and we've been doing church the same for how long,
1: Mm.
0: you know what I'm saying? So I think that we have to understand where people are at. We have to meet people more where they're at. That's a deeper conversation. You know, I think a lot of movements have tried and different movements have tried to be you know empathetic and and show love but there is there's a love movement that's need that needs to happen A love movement you know people getting loved on people like understanding what that really looks like without a militant agenda behind it not because you want them to go to heaven not because they're gonna go to hell but just because i just love this person love like this love like this love like
4: Well, speaking of new music, I know y'all have a new album coming out. So, what can we kind of expect to hear from that? Are we going to hear some of that originality and and lyrically vulnerability and stuff?
3: Um, I mean, yeah, I think so in some ways, bits and pieces here and there. I don't know if we knew we were recording an album when we recorded these <laughs> songs. <laughs> which is kind of par for the course with house fires we kind of never know when we're doing anything substantial which is the beauty of it because Mm -hmm. what you get is what happened (laughs) and um there's a that kind of posture preserves the moment you know Mm -hmm. um so we were like oh yeah we this might be an album this might be just like a stuff for socials we didn't know we we're like at least it's going to be for content for socials that's mm-hmm. what we we knew at least it would be that so we you know just got together I, I just had a baby so i was like it was my first time leading worship since having a baby and um so i felt really vulnerable yeah <laughs> um that, you know, those nights were really, really awesome. We had some, some great slow moments. I think, think the most, most of the vulnerability that Ryan's speaking to probably comes out in those moments, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I mean, you know, and Lean on the Lord comes out Friday and you listen to the lyrics of that song. I mean, it's, it's exactly what Ryan's talking about now, you know, like things don't make sense. Um, one thing's for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it is like a, there's a basic message in there, but if you let it actually get into your life, I mean, you don't sing something like that unless you've lived it. And that's been our story. It's been Ryan's story, you know, um, and it still is our story, you know, that like, this thing that we're a part of this thing that we believe in this kingdom jesus god holy spirit this this we've built our lives on this (laughs) and we're kind of not going anywhere and um no matter how hard it gets and it gets hard it gets dark and it gets weird and sticky and messy because people are involved and maybe maybe this album is dipping the your toe into some of those (laughs) other things that we want to dive into <laughs>
0: lean on the Lord, lean on the Lord. Some sense, one for sure. lean on you, Lord, lean on you, Lord.
1: All right, that was House Fires. Next up, Table Topics. You're listening to Anilia for Yanya. The song is Midnight Sun. All right. We only have a few more minutes left in today's show. We packed a lot in, um, but before we go, it's always fun to bust out the table topics. These are little kind of icebreaker cards that Cameron has carried with him for years and they spark interesting conversation. So before we close out to to the show today, Emily, throw a couple table topics at us.
4: All right. I got some good ones. I think, I think they'll have,
1: I'm curious to hear
4: your thoughts on this. Uh, Number one, which one is cooler, dinosaurs or dragons?
1: I mean, I think we covered this last week. As soon as dragons enter the equation, anything becomes not cool. Okay? There's nothing not... When a, when a dragon shows up in a TV show or in a book, I'm like, oh, gosh. Just getting to deep nerd territory. Dinosaurs, on the <laughs> other hand, sweet. I mean, dinosaurs never not been cool. This has never been an easier question. Dinosaurs are awesome.
2: It's It's dragons. Dragons are dinosaurs that spit fire. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a good point. A, they're, they're an upgrade on dinosaurs. Next question. Well,
1: so it's like saying wizards are an upgrade on regular people. Yeah. I, I guess technically, are they but they're not big nerds? Are they what's, not? What's cooler, a, a regular person or a nerdy wizard? I think we know the answer. I
2: bet. I bet you if he turns your head to a goat, you'll think it's the wizard.
1: <laughs> again, again with the weird Narnia creatures. It's pretty nerdy. It's just nerd territory. All right, Emily, what do you got? Um,
4: all right. Would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room, and why?
1: I mean, coming from someone who's usually both, I would say... Um, no, uh, not in this room, obviously. I'm talking about rooms outside. In this Zoom room, I'm, I'm at the... The bottom of both of those um i i would say i think the funnier i think whenever we're hanging out with someone who's super funny they don't need to be smart and and they can just irritate the smart person you always have to go funny look if you want to be smarter you can read a book or or, or look something up we all have phones in our pockets we can know whatever we want to know like we, we have collective intelligence now in the form of the internet and, and our iphones why not be the funny one and and keep people entertained? I'm going to go funniest, Derek. What, what do you think?
2: I'm going smartest because nine times out of ten, funny people are really really smart. So there you so, go. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take so, the best of okay. both worlds.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right, Emily. What, what do we got next? Um,
4: if you were left on a deserted island with either your worst enemy or no one at all, which would you choose and why?
1: I mean that. I why would you want to be on a desert island? I mean, it's just a situation where they're thinking about eating him. They're going to eat the enemy. Like, why else? Why else? Why would you want your worst enemy on an island? It's got to be nobody, right? Right? What? Right, Derek.
2: Uh, I'd probably say my worst enemy. I feel like we're I feel like we're doing like the the Shannon Sharp Skip Bayless okay. yep. thing right now. We're, yep. we're on the opposite yep. ends, but like I, I honestly would take my worst enemy because I feel like eventually I would win them over. So where we would figure out how to work together to get off the island. I'd be like, so, hey,
1: hey, homie, check, check, test, test out this raft I've been making. Just take it out there. There's a hole in it, sucker. That, you know, I you could trap it too in a very elaborate, funny <laughs> way. All right, Emily, we got, I think we got time for we got time for one more. <laughs> okay, Dude, hey, check Eddie. out this raft. It's all made of coconuts. I swear it's safe. I I swear I tested it. You hey, take, it Jesse, bro. take it out, Take it out past the breakers. All right, what what do you got, Emily? Last all right, one. final
4: question. What is the oddest job that you've ever had?
1: I feel like I've I've you know at nauseam gone through my professional history here. Um uh you know like I said I worked in the garden department at big K at one point I drove a shuttle at one point I uh did landscaping I did power washing. I don't feel like any of them were odd. You know what I mean? Like I, I it's tough like you know I I none of my professional experiences really jumped out to me as is like odd or strange. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Derek, what do you think?
2: When I first started doing music full time, I was broke and I used to do music reviews for money. So it's like, I make like a quarter per music review. So I try to do like a hundred music reviews in a a day, like a quarter, like 25 cents. And I'd have to listen to the, it was a website called slice the pie. It's still matter of fact, I go and check and see if the website is still popping. It's still, you can still get paid for music reviews today. So that's what I used hmm. to do.
0: No, that's, a,
1: that's not a bad one. I, I've, I've done paid music reviews uh, before too. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, that will do it for uh, Table Topics. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to Ryan and Kirby from House Fires. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And also, Uh, Hey, if you haven't checked it out already, be sure to check out the incredible fall magazine to see conversations um, with uh, artists like MIA, uh, the cast of the Rings of Power, Tycho and more. And if you're a relevant plus subscriber, make sure you check out our enhanced digital version, too. And hey, while you're at the website, check out all the incredible daily content that we're covering at the intersections of faith, life and culture. And don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and you won't miss anything. On that note, guys, we're going to wrap it up. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Emily Brown.
2: I'm Derek Miner. All right, everyone.
1: We'll see you next time.
3: Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Check out our features, interviews, and news updates every day at relevantmagazine.com. And make sure to follow Relevant on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest. For more great podcasts, browse the shows on the Relevant Podcast Network, which you can find at our site. And while you're there, don't miss the all-new era of Relevant Magazine, a new issue releases every other month at RelevantMagazine.com.
1: That one feels a little a little sacrilegious but it's okay.
0: Let's keep going. Relevant Podcast Network